And I think in one of the early phases, um, well, there's only three, so it was either phase one or two. I can't remember right now. But it says like, oh, you could, the gyms could open, but you have to maintain social distancing. How does that work? And plus, is it like you have to wipe down everything after one person touches? Like- I, I think I think places like Equinox and New York Sport Club and I think they're going to get slaughtered. I mean, I think, and I'm not, I don't mean to toot my own horn here, but I think there's way more of an advantage for someone like me who may have, you know, 50 to 100 active members walk into the club a day. I mean, some of these spots have thousands, thousands, and no one knows each other, and it's scary. I mean, this is where I think some of the smaller, and I don't mean like the Barry's Boot Camps, because I think those are – you know, you're, you're getting 50 people in a room and they're, you're shuffling them out and you have 50 people coming in. I think that's even worse. You know, I think that's even more of a nightmare. I, I really believe right now that the clubs that are going to start like thriving and their games will start elevating are probably more of the concepts like, you know, like my spot or, you know, you, you just friends of mine in the city that own smaller, more boutique performance-based facilities where, you know, maybe there is a little bit more of a cost to it, but you're getting what you pay for. And I, I just don't understand people's thinking. I mean, even with, you know, I understand we have to, we all have, we all watch our dollar. I mean, you, you should, I mean, I don't care how much money you got to watch the bottom line. I mean, you gotta watch, you gotta watch the bottom line, but like I drove by a stop and shop the other day and there was a line out the door. And there was literally a two hour wait. And then I drove up to my market, which is an organic market, which is a little, a little bit more expensive. And I literally walked in with a mask on and I saw three people in the market and there was fresh fruits and fresh vegetables and grass fed meat and no one online. And every single time I go in there for the last five weeks, that's how it's been. And I just don't understand the thought process sometimes. I'm like, wait a second. You're at a much higher risk going to a huge grocery store, like a shop and a stop and shop or like a King Cullen or like some of these like bigger, like, you know, probably less expensive spots. Um, But you have an organic market with higher quality stuff. That's, you know, at the end of the day, if you go in there and do a full grocery shop, if you're spending 20, 30 bucks, I mean, that could be a lot of money to some people, but is it really worth you getting sick over? Like if you're, if you were to tell someone right now, all right, you're going to go in here with an 80% increase of catching the coronavirus, or you got to go into this organic market and pay 20 extra dollars for everything that you're getting. Uh, and, and, and your, and your risk diminishes by 70%, like, holy shit, what's the, what's the problem here? So I think it's the same thing. I know I'm ranting right now, but I think it's the same thing with, yes. with gyms. I think people really, I think people really need to assess when they're going back to the gym, where are they going to? Are they going to a place that's a planet fitness where you're going to basically pay for a, you know, low, you know, low membership and be in there around hundreds of people, thousands of people in one shot, or are you going to pay a little bit more money and, and be able to still enjoy the gym environment? Um, probably be exposed to some better, you know, a, a, a training and better content and um, be around less people. So that's just my opinion, obviously. And people can say I'm very biased because of the position I'm in. But, you know, I, I, I know that this is, it's going to be scary when we end up, when people end up going back in there. I mean, you, you, you won't even speak. Are we going to be shaking anyone's hand moving forward? Like, I doubt it. Like, Not what? me. Yeah, well, you're going to now go over to a bench press that someone was on or, or a piece of cardio equipment that someone was sweating on for the last 30 minutes and you're just going to – because the wipe downs are bullshit. Like the, 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 the Windex bottles they give you or whatever it is, the, uh, the cleaning bottles and, and, the, and the, 
you know, and the, and the towelettes that they want you to clean the, um, the machines with. I mean, it's, it's, it's all bullshit at the end of the day. I mean, you're, you're going into a club with a thousand people in there. It's like, come on, what do you, what do you expect is going to happen? Okay. So you're, you know, look, and I know as, and this is probably, you know, not the, the, the conversation you want to have because it's, it's, you know, I know that you're very loyal to your team just as your team is loyal to you. Right. But it's like, you also, are you, are you, you know, so you hear this and you're not in a rush to go reopen your gym because of the, of the, is the, because the risk is still there or is it just because it's just, you don't, you know, this is where I'm trying to get at as a gym owner. And like, I, I get what you're saying. The more people that go in there and the less care that's given to cleaning, uh, the worse it's going to get. But you specifically, like, what are you thinking? You hear, oh, I don't want to go back in yet. Yeah. And I, and I understand where I understand what you're, what you're, what you're getting at. It's like right now I should be rushing and eager to go back in, but it's like, no, that wasn't what I was getting at. Uh. I wouldn't think that at all. Like, I mean, but I'm seeing you not like that, but I, I think it's knowing you, I know it's not, it's like, I know these decisions are heavy. Like, it's not like you just make them arbitrarily. It's not like you just like throw away. I know you have a lot of people to think about, but it's also like safety. You know, you're a husband and a father above all else. Um, and also, um, you know, uh, my, 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 uh, my cuddle partner at, so it's, <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll take it. But, I, but you know what I mean? Like that, that's what I was saying. I was saying that I understand that, like, I want to get your side of it because yeah. a lot of people are, are not even thinking of like, okay, well, yeah, people come back in and they might get sick. You're thinking, shit, people might get sick. I might get sick. I'm not going to go in yet because I don't want to get sick. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, how are we really going to know? I mean, none of us really know what's going to happen. I, I just, I'm almost like, I've never been this way my entire life. I'm always, I've been always someone to kind of push the needle and kind of take that risk a little bit, but just not worth it. You're just seeing too many people lose their lives. And, you know, God forbid one of my staff members or one of my members got sick because it was something irresponsible that I did. Or maybe, you know, maybe when, you know, I know Governor Cuomo, I think is, is really taking a great, you know, approach to all this. I mean, Trump the other day said that come May 1, I think he's leaving it up to, you know, the representatives of each state. I'm assuming that's the governor to make the decision on when they can start allowing people to, you know, kind of get back to normal life. And I, well, the constitution says that Donald yeah. Trump just has no idea about the constitution. So, right. So I'm giving them that, they giving and bestowing that uh, power. Everyone thanks you for that. But so, um, you know, I, I just, like I've respected Cuomo cause he was like, you know, I'm pushing it back to May 15th. Like we don't know what the hell's going on. And it, it may need to be June one. Um, I, I've got to make some big decisions because my lease after 15 years ends May 31st. So no matter what's happening, I'm best case scenario. I'm going back in there with two weeks left of my lease and I haven't even negotiated my, uh, my, uh, my, my lease, nor do I think I'm even going to stay. And I, I talked to a landlord about that already. I mean, I've just, I'm really kind of reassessing how I'm going to run my business moving forward. And do I want to go bigger? No, I don't want to go bigger. Actually in a way I, I like using the word right size. I almost want to, go maybe a little smaller and just go a little bit more bespoke. And what I mean by that, I just mean a little bit more because I'm, I'm a performance guy. Like I, I love performance. I don't love the soul cycle model. I mean, it's a very, it's a very lucrative model. Like don't get it twisted. The orange theory model. I don't like that because there's a lot of shit in that model in the sense of people are just coming in and spinning their wheels and they're more into it for the entertainment effect. 
And, you know, even something like orange theory, where they're like, we're measuring heart rate. They don't even know what they're measuring heart rate for. Like they're just putting people in the zones that could be completely unnecessary for them to be in that zone. So with me, like I'm looking at my business now and I'm saying, I want to go in the opposite direction. And I really just want to, I almost want to continue to do what, you know, if you were, you know, a professional sport team and you were an owner of that organization, who would you want in there for your athletes? Who would you want in there for your team? And that's kind of what I'm going to be pivoting my business from to create, whether it's in my same location or whether it's in a new location. And for me, that's exciting because it's not dealing with, you know, 500 members. It might be dealing with 250 members and then focusing heavily on this digital side that I've really dove into, you know, over the last couple of years. Okay. Say you, end up leaving what do you do with the equipment like do you i don't i think it's a the, fire yeah i think it's a fire sale i think what i would end up doing is i would either um is it ebay is it just putting something out there saying you know this is this is a cash exchange like just come in and pick it up i don't really want to deal with those people i'll probably no i'd probably do i'd probably call a couple of my equipment reps and just say listen i got, I got a chunk of equipment here i'm looking to unload it i'd rather go to one person to do it because the stuff's in really good condition. It's 15 years old, but it's in really good shape because it just never, it was never a high traffic spot. And I always just maintained the living hell out of it. And I had to upgrade some stuff. So everything in there is pretty, pretty awesome. But you know, I'm going to do different colors and there's different things I want to do when it comes down to equipment. There's things like the dumbbells, which are like iron grip and I never have to change. I could keep those if I wanted, which I probably will. But you know, even the kettlebells, kettlebells, which you really don't need to replace. Like they're just old, like they're yeah. just they're banged up. They're scratched up. And for a couple thousand bucks for your club, you'd be better off just giving it all a nice facelift and selling that. Yeah. Stuff. I don't need new anything. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take one of those Versa climbers off of your, uh, off, off your hands. I might hook you up. Well, you know, trust me if I'm, uh, when I'm getting rid of stuff, I'll, I'll see what I can hook you up with. Trust me. So, okay. Just, so just to, to kind of double back it, it, right now, like you personally don't feel as though it's, it's, safe or uh, am I going too far by saying responsible for gym? Well, it's not really my decision. It's not, you know, it's like <clears throat> at a certain point, like when the governor turns around and says all gyms can reopen, I mean, he's the law. I mean, <laughs> it's like, I got to Like I can, I should be able to reopen now. Are there going to be like stipulations on that? Is it going to be where at prime time, they're not allowing any more than like 10 people in a spot? Like, how are they going to monitor that? Right. Like, I, I just, how are you telling a gym social distancing? People are going to be like, it's going to be a mess. Like, well, I just. Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting at, man. Like, I mean, unless you kind of do it like a clap, you know, like, a, I don't even know what it would be. Like, maybe a mind body where you sign up and X amount of people can be, but it, it just, it, I don't know. That, that's what I, I don't get. It doesn't seem to make sense. I don't think they get it either. I think this is like, so this is uncharted territories here. I mean, I'm sure everyone's thinking about, you know, systems and you know, specific, you know, putting things, you know, figuring out how to put things in place, but God, every, every day, it's like something new's getting thrown at us. I also know on top of that, you, you train at Bev's, like, do you, would you feel safe going into Bev's now? And like, when, like, is it just something you feel like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like no, I mean, I guess it's just something I, it's something I have to feel. I mean, what I'll probably end up doing is, you know, when everything reopens, I'm probably going to give it a few weeks to just, you know, continue to train out of my, you know, house and doing my stuff here and I'm able to go back into drive. So what I'll probably do is like on days where I need to do things that I don't have here, I could probably just do there, you know, um, 
you know, it might be like deadlift day, might be on a Tuesday and I might be doing that there. And there might be some accessory stuff I do on Friday that I don't have access to here. So I'll probably end up doing it like that in the beginning. And just, just for the simple, not only just for my safety, but for everyone else's just to make sure that there's not too many people on the floor at the same time. Yeah, you know, I think the thing I'm most, I don't want to say nervous. I'm not really nervous about it. I'm just, I guess I'm most concerned with is what the hell is going to happen with, you know, the New York city transit and the long Island railroad and the Metro North. And suddenly like, they're just going to open the floodgates and you're going to have like 4 million, 5 million people commuting in and out of the city on like some, in some sardine can. I mean, you've been on the New York subways. I mean, you know what that's like. If you've never seen the New York subways, you're in for a rude awakening. I mean, you're basically in the sardine can in the morning that, you know, I guess it's sterile. It never feels that clean because I never want to put a bag down when I'm standing in there, right? No I mean, do you ever want to leave your bed? No, you never want to do that. No. And, then on, and then on top of it, like you're now shoulder to shoulder with someone who, you know, who knows their their level of cleanliness. And I think that's <laughs> that's the scariest part of and all And clean, this. dude, I've seen, I, I've seen people, I've seen vomit, I've seen piss. Oh, I've seen- I've know. seen worse. I've yeah, I've seen worse. Like, not even a number two, maybe like a number four. Like yeah. I've seen everything on there, and it's like yeah. I I mean I don't know. Like I, I'm, I, I you know there was somebody I was talking to today that saying there. Oh, I'm going back to work. I have to go to the office. I have cabin fever. I don't care. Like I, I don't care about cabin fever. I'm not going into the city for a while. Right. No. And I think you're, I think you're, I went into the city last Saturday cause I had to stop on my club. I had to pick up, I had a lot of paperwork I haven't touched. Well, my club's been closed for five weeks. Like right. it's a safe environment. There's no one walking through there. I'm the only person right. to walk through there. Yeah. So I had no concern. Like I was walking in and you know, you still saw this hand sanitizer bottle in, but everything in that club right now, as far as I'm concerned is five weeks old. So it's, it's dead if there was something in there. 